0: But our MVP is coming up in a short while. It's none other than Ayanda Dlamini.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, today's Touchline MVP
0: is Ayanda Dlamini, uh, interim coach of Amazulu FC. He now joins me live on the airwaves. Coach, a warm welcome to the show and thank you so much for your time. Uh, thank
1: you very much. Uh, amigo. Good afternoon to you and, and, and also your listeners.
0: It's good. It's good to have you. It's day 73 of a lockdown. I mean, I don't think you and I in our wildest dreams would have thought this is where we'd be 73 days later uh, with absolutely no sport, no football, nothing. How have you survived?
1: Yeah, it's been difficult. Yeah. It's been very, very difficult. Um, especially, uh, I think, for for everyone in South Africa, you know, because uh, this COVID-19 just came Unannounced, and you know we were, were all caught by surprise but look I think um, in terms of sport uh, and in terms of Amazon also we were hit very very hard in terms of trying to survive mm. uh, relocation you know in our in our situation but look I think uh, it had to be done to, to save lives and I think that was very very important And uh, it was a very, very important uh, thing to do from the government. So yes, we yes. Had to, we had to abide. Without,
0: without a doubt. I was also just saying to our listeners a little earlier, you know what, we talk about the economy, but, you know, as human beings, we can revive that. The minute a life is lost, it is lost. You know, what do we do? And so that's why lives are absolutely, it's priceless and it's, you know, tantamount. It's important that we as South Africans look after each other. What is the word, uh, Coach, in terms of going back to football? Because I know the Minister of Sport has come out to say, right, uh, footballers in particular can go back to training. How has Amazulu handled that, structured that? Are you back on the field or not yet?
1: Look, when the Minister announced that on level 3 we going back to training, we are very, very excited, you know. But then we had to wait until we are given permission uh, by the league to go and train. So we just on stand we we're just waiting because we don't know what's going on. Mm. But like any other teams out there, we're just waiting until we are given uh, permission to go and train because yeah. right now we really want to go back and train and we really want to find out what's going on. And when are the games going to start, you know? So, so no one dark. is back
0: on the field training as of yet?
1: No, no one is yet training. As, uh, as far as I know, no one is back in training. But because,
0: also, how, yeah. how do you go back? I mean, is that something that as a club you're talking about? Because how do you go back? Do you go back with masks? Do you go back training, maintaining the social distance? Do you go back having to check temperatures and having to test players first? Is there any... Uh, Direction given as to the how. How do you go back?
1: Yeah, we're just waiting uh, for a formal uh, explanation. You know, from the from the the league or from the government to say uh, on this day you you can go back and train, but these are the protocols that you have to follow. But mm. for now, we nothing has been given to us yet. You know, we we know that we had to. Uh, before the announcement from 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 the government to go back to training, we know that we had to sanitize, fumigate our our training fac our training facilities. Mm-hmm. But that's, that's just what we've done so far. But we we're waiting, and uh, no one has come forward and say, "Look, this is what you should follow, yeah. and this is yeah. what you, you you should do, so that you can you can go back." So we're just waiting, and we are in the dark.
0: Yeah, but waiting patiently. Yes, you're in the dark on one end in terms of going back onto the field. What you're not in the dark about is how it is that you've kept fit, you've kept healthy and you've kept safe during this time. So what avenues uh, or technology has Amazon relied on during these 73 days?
1: Yeah, we we, we did. What uh, most of the other teams did, you know, just to give uh individual uh, training programs to, to the players and uh try to monitor that through uh Zoom calls, uh and Zoom meetings, you know. So we, we, we that's what we've done and also rely on the players to be honest enough you know, to say, uh, this is what I've done on my own mm-hmm. and uh, send the information to, to to our physical trainer so that we can discuss that and see uh, how are they in terms of their, their fitness. So that's that's what we've done. But uh it's not it's not the same, you know, when you're in the field of play you can observe training sessions yeah, yourself yeah. as a coach and as a physical trainer. But that's what we've we've done so far.
0: Do you think your players have been disciplined enough to do the work that has been set out for them so that they maintain some sort of or form of fitness.
1: Yeah, from from the look of them, I I, I believe they have done they they have done well. I think they have been disciplined because they have been sending the information that we 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 needed, and we have been uh, like I said monitoring them through our our Zoom sessions. But uh, you know the other things that they do on their own, you rely on their honesty as players and and as human beings to see they really did that, and if they send their scores, their training scores. They send it. Uh, with, they are honest when they send it with you, you know, mm-hmm. because that's that's the only thing you can do as a coach. But also, just we, we keep reminding them that it's their jobs, it's their careers. So they are professional players. They know what to do. So yeah. And I
0: that's guess also that. the danger, if it is, you, you could uh, dangle the danger of a relegation zone uh, and where Amazulu is, because like you said, it's their livelihoods at the end of the day, and they want to maintain this status in the PSL?
1: Yeah, that's very, very important for us. Like I said, you know, when this uh, COVID-19 came, I think for us, it came at a time, um, because if you remember, we just, we just played a very, very big game, and got uh, a results there, so mm. we're we hoping that we'll continue playing. you know, but when uh, the games are stopped, we, we yeah, that was very, very bad for, for us as a team, and for our situation, because uh, after that game, we could see uh, the positive uh, attitude from the players. You mm. could see that the commitment was there, and you could feel from the training sessions that they were they were, they were positive that the next game also that they they will get results. But when the uh, COVID nineteen came, you're not sure when the games are allowed yeah, to, yeah, to to yeah. to pick in again. What's going to happen? Because
0: so you do believe it safe. broke it broke the momentum as opposed to giving you a bit of breathing space to perhaps you know pull yourselves towards yourselves it broke the momentum and the morale because it just brought back that fighting that fighting spirit in the team
1: yeah because at, at the start of this COVID-19 we, we were hoping that it's going to be something of maybe two weeks three weeks and then you go you come back and train again and 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 start and start uh, playing games but the longer it went you could see that uh, that, that, that that spirit is going down mm. from the players, you know, and that hunger. You are worried if they are, they're gonna come back the same uh, players or okay, you know, Now, you need to go and somewhere and trying to to motivate them, you know, as players to to and also to remind them that uh, the tough task that is ahead of us.
0: Yeah, a tough one indeed. Coach, I'm very quickly going to take a break. And when we come back, we talk about Amazulu turning 80 and, of course, the daunting task that you have on your hand. 1541 it is right here on Radio Two Thousand Ninety Seven Point Two to 100 FM nationwide. You're on the Touchline. I'm Romy Titus. If it is that you've just joined us, a warm welcome uh, to the playground. We have our MVP on the line. I'm having a chat with the interim coach of Amazulu FC, that is Ayanda Dlamini, talking about the momentum of the team that he feels was broken uh, when COVID-19 hit and the lockdown was enforced and having to just keep the players' spirits up. They do find themselves in a rather precarious position on the log and a relegation hotspot. I mean, that is something that stares them in the face. Coach, if you take a look at the team, obviously, um, turning 80, that in itself is, is, is a momentous occasion. It's something to look at and marvel and look at this team and just how far it has come. With that said, do you feel the pressure? Do you feel the pressure is on you to be the difference with the team lying second from the bottom?
1: Yeah, honestly, um, to be honest, uh, there is pressure. And uh, on all of us, uh, as the staff, players, the management and everyone. But now, as uh, an interim coach, you know, uh, pressure is more on me because now I have to try and get the results. And remember it, it's something that came uh unexpected from my side because uh I was just called in uh, when the team decided to 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 put the coach on special to say, "You are the next one who can maybe take the team forward mm. uh and and that week I had only uh, a few a few days to prepare for the case that just game and like I said that was a huge game, but after that game, you could feel the 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 confidence from the players and yeah. For me, that was a big boost because I, I just told myself, "Look, uh, I have the players that are willing to fight, and I, I believe that we're gonna we're gonna win this battle that we're facing of, of, of survival and relegation." But yeah, there's there's a big 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 pressure on on, on us, everyone and, and some Yeah, of them.
0: yeah. Take yeah. me back to that moment, coach, because I love what you said, where you're next in line to step up and lead this team, uh, and you know. To lead the team to greatness, which is, I'm sure, something you want to do um, to prove, I guess, maybe to yourself that you too can can do this. But take me back to that moment and take me back to the emotions that you felt because this is what you want to do. Is this the ultimate dream? Are you living your dream? And are you confident that this dream of yours um, and the dreams and hopes that rest on your shoulders from Amazulu management and fans and staff and players, that you can realize this dream.
1: Honestly, uh, Romi, if I can talk about the week uh, leading to the Chiefs game, that was that was uh, that was a scary week uh, for me <laughs> because you know if you get a team that is uh, number sixteen, Rock Bottom, on the lock and you're playing uh, a team that is number one. You know, and you are given that task. It's very difficult. You have to work with the players and motivate them. But at the other hand, you you're not sure how these players are going to welcome you uh, uh, as a coach, as a standing coach. You know,
2: mm. so
1: it was very very difficult for me. But I think um, I had a chat with the players before I took on the training sessions. I, I I spoke to them and I wanted them to tell me how they feel with everything that is going on. And one thing I got from them was that. Coach, we are with you on this fight. Don't worry. Just tell us what to do. Everyone is with you, whether is on the bench or whether he's on the starting lineup, whether he's on the stand, but everyone right now is with you. Mm. Just do what you can do, just before the in you know what you do, and then on the field of play, we'll do the talking. We'll do what did
0: it mean? Points. What did it mean to you to have the players on your side and in your corner?
1: It meant a lot. It meant a lot. Uh, I think um, uh, I was very, very uh, happy to, to to start training the players that I can feel that they are on my side, that they are willing to, to fight for the team and that they are also willing to fight for me as a coach, you know. That's why I thought, okay, look, let me do this. Uh, let me give it my best shot and let's take it from there. And after that game, you know, the only thing I could say was that you deserve the credit as the players, not me as a coach, because I did everything in preparing for the game, but I think the field of play. I didn't do that much because I Mm. could see that you were willing to do everything yourself. Mm. I could just Mm. control from the sides, but everything was done in the field of play. And you could see the fighting spirit amongst the players that everyone wanted to die on the feet to get the result. Ah, that was
0: amazing, man. That 1-0 goal scored by Ntuli. And also just seeing the revival and the refreshed-looking Amazulu, who believed in themselves once again. Coach, what were you like as a player? Were you the player that gave the coach a hard time?
1: no. You know, the coach. Are you sure? <laughs> Every coach that coached me, they will tell you. Uh, Neil Tovey, when I came in my first year, uh, Mangobang um Kevin Johnson. oh no, no, Kevin Jensen, I worked with him as a, as a coach. Mangobang mate uh, Steve Parker, all of these coaches that came, uh, Roger Palmgren, they will tell you that uh, I was, I, was, I never caused any trouble, mm. but instead I was that player who was leading the team, because if you remember, during Mangabangu, which stay with the club, also I was, I was uh, made the captain of the team uh, uh, because he could see that I could lead the team, and yeah. Yeah. after that, even with Steve Parker, even with uh, uh, Roger Pemberm, I was the captain of the team. So I was that kind of a player that will lead from the front, You know when we are in training, I gave everything, mm. you know, even on my worst day on the, in terms of performance, but you could see that he's trying his best, it's just not happening on the day. Mm. And mm. that's that's how I was, but I was not that player who, who, who talks more, but I, 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 I just did, you know. I was more of a player that shows.
0: Yeah, you the, were more of a team. doer. The work, the work spoke for itself. But let's talk about the position that you played, because do you think the position that you played and players who play in the position that you are a masterman of, that there's a very, I guess, few, there's very few who who seem to have mastered it? Because, I mean, we're forever looking for goals, goals. And we're like, "Where? Where, where are the strikers? Where are they?
1: Yeah, you know, being a striker is um, very difficult because you have to score goals. You can do everything on the field of play, but if you don't score goals, you're not doing the job, you know. So it's a it's a, it's a very difficult position. But for me, um, I remember when my came, he he preferred to play or as a striker and me as a winner. But I, I told myself, even as a wing, I'm still an attacking player. Mm. I'm still going to score goals. And I scored goals for the team, you know. So I, I I didn't ask the coaches, how do you not you not play me? Or uh, why you play me in this position? If I'm on the field of play, I will just do my job. Try to get goals for the team. And yeah. Mm-hmm. That
0: was it. Yeah. Is there a bias now that you are a coach where you would focus on your previous position as opposed to holistically looking at the team? Because if I take a look at Ntuli and also that goal that he scored and then also doing really well here, I can't help but think, is it is it your influence on the strikers?
1: Yeah, I would say um, for me, luckily, if you mention a guy like Ntuli, I, I also played with him before uh, I retired, you know. And he's a very very good guy, so it's easy to talk to them uh, when I'm a coach. You know, Majora, I played with him. It's easy to talk to them when I'm a coach. And I've done it with also the MTC boys. Mm. Um, you know, to say as a striker, this is what I was doing. I'm not because we are not the same kind of uh, of players, but just to give advice. You know, to say, look, for you to score goals more, you need to do this. And and when Kevin uh, Kevin Johnson was here. That's what he also did. He allowed me to talk to the strikers and say, Bayan, you were the striker. Maboudi Kanyeza, you were the striker. The striker. Mm, talk to mm, these players. Mm. Talk to them and give them advice, you know. So that's what I do. But as a coach now, I don't have to look at the strikers only. I
2: have to <laughs> focus
1: on the whole team, you know. I have to focus on the whole team because also the you know, defenders need to do their job. I need to come out with the structure. I need to come out with the plan. How do you want to play? So I cannot only focus on the strikers. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. What is your plan? Because you said it was a scary week leading up to that uh, game against Kaiser Chiefs. The entire week you said leading up to that was, was really scary. So I guess what is your plan, coach? What is your plan not to sink any further from where you already are on the log? And I mean, that's, that's a danger zone. And are you hard on yourself? Are, are you your own worst critic or are you the type of person who has ample belief that you can resurrect this team?
1: Yeah, honestly, I, I, I've got the belief that uh, we will save the team. And uh, one thing that I, uh, I've done is also to make sure that the players understand that I, I believe that uh, what the plan that I have will save the team. It's just for them to take it and do it on the field of play, you know. Mm. Because um against Kaiser chiefs, we, have, we had a, a specific plan for Kaza Chiefs, and I told them that, look, if you stick to this plan we'll we'll come out with the results against Kaza Chiefs, and we did, and they did exactly that, so it's it's all about looking in our situation, it's all about looking at your next opponent and try to plan accordingly, you know, because after Chiefs, Baroka was coming, and we, we had to we had to plan differently for Baroka when Baroka was coming to us. Barack was coming at home, how to approach that game, you know, and so on and so on. So, yeah, it's just to make sure that by the time the game comes, the players understand exactly what they need to do as a team and individually what they need to do. Mm
0: -hmm. Coach, our lines are lighting up here and I see that our listeners want to ask you a question as well. Let's go to Limpopo where Moses is holding. Moses, you're live on the air. Good afternoon. How are you rolling? Always good, Moses. You're full of energy. I love it. The coach is listening. Go ahead.
1: Yes, it's Moses Yeah. Mm-hmm. Coach, how are you? I'm good, Moses. Coach, how are you?
0: He can hear you. Go ahead,
1: Moses. Good, yeah. Uh, coach, what is the right thing that you did and the coach was wrong about it? And did you not tell him that he was doing it wrong? Or maybe you did this not. Maybe you wanted the job or what? Thank you.
0: All right, thank you so much. Not too sure I got that question quite, but let's go to Doctor, who is out uh, in Mpumalanga to ask his question. Doctor, you're live on the air. Good afternoon.
2: Oh, thank you very much, Romy. Uh, how are you, Coach? I'm good, I'm good, and you? Yeah, okay, Coach, man. You see, I'm listening to the interview. Thank you very much, Romy, for such a beautiful interview. You're welcome. <laughs> okay. Coach,
1: what I have liked about what you said, you said you were once led, now you are leading. So whatever in life that you are doing, like, for instance, when you were a player, you were not like rebellious. Now the time has come for you again to lead other people. And they give you the very same attitude that you were giving. <laughs> you, were giving. you understand? <laughs> I get you. That is what is good to be a leader. Lead so, uh, what, <laughs> lead so that you can be led or led so that you can be. Thank you very much, Ayanda. Thank you
0: very much. You're more than welcome. Thank you so much there. That is no Doctor. Let's very quickly go to Annele, who is out in Dundee. Annele, you're live. Go ahead. Anele? Anele? Mm, it seems you don't have Annele. But Coach, I mean, just listening to the comments, I'm not too sure if you got Moses' question, did you? Yeah,
1: yeah, I did.
0: Okay, go ahead with it. Go ahead with the answer.
1: Yeah, um, I am say, look, I, I won't say that there's something that Coach did that was wrong. And uh, if maybe I wanted the job, like he's saying, no, no, no. Like I said earlier, yeah, I didn't expect even to be called to be, uh, to be an interim coach while the coach was space, uh, placed on, on on special leave. Mm-hmm. But um, remember, I was his assistant for only one game. That was when we played cheaper in PE. Mm-hmm. And then um, after that game, we... He was placed. He was placed on a specialist. I was only his assistant when Maputi Kenyatta left for TS Galaxy. Right. You know. So before then, I was just the MTC uh, head coach. So there was not enough time for me to work with him to say maybe I, I did advise him against uh, uh, cheaper, and unfortunately we lost that game. But after that, straight away we went to Chiefs, and I was given the task to lead the team. So mm. I would say, uh, uh. I, I, uh, there's nothing that I saw that he did wrong. But maybe sometimes in football, the, the results are not coming. And you know as a coach, when the results are not coming, and the, the, the management will make a decision. Mm-hmm.
0: They call it the beautiful game, and I say there's such cruelty in it as well. But I do not envy the job of a coach because I say to many other coaches that I interview, you know, one minute you're the hot favorite, the next minute you're not. Um, and that is just the nature of the beast. When you got that call for you to step up and lead this team, um, who was it? What did they say? And what was your reaction?
1: Yeah, I got a call uh, in the morning from the team manager to say uh, the general manager wants to see me in the office urgently. Uh, so I went there. Uh, it was just before the, the the training session, you know. And uh, I went there, they told me look, the management has taken uh, a decision to place the head coach on special leave. Uh, they didn't explain the reasons because, you know, that's just for the management. So they right. said, look, right now, you are, the, you are the assistant coach. So going for Kayser Chiefs for this week, you are you will be our k coach, you know. So go there in the training session, talk to your players, and then from there, you prepare for the game. You know, so that's just what I did. No questions asked. I just did what they told me because, as they said, it was just for that week, you yeah, know. yeah. But didn't you
0: even uh, think, did you think you were like, okay, I'm going to do this for the week? But in the back of your mind, are you not thinking, it is my time, actually? (laughs) I wouldn't mind if this week rolls into three months, into a year, into me being called the head coach of of Amazulu.
1: Yeah, exactly. To be honest, I'm I'm a young coach. I'm, I'm, I'm also ambitious, you know. So when that happened, I said, if I can do this well, maybe. I would get a chance to to take the team forward, even if it's not now, even if it's for the future. Are you ready? I'm still. I'm I'm ah, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. To be honest, Romi, I'm ready. You ready for me
0: to to drop the interim and say (laughs) head coach of Amazulu Ayanda Lamini? (laughs) It sounds good, hey? It sounds very good.
1: Sounds very good. Sounds very good. And I believe that one day. Whenever it's going to be, one day it's going to happen. I'm very, very positive because I've been with Amazon for years as a player. You have? Uh, Yes. So the team is just in my heart. And I know that uh, if I'm given a chance, I'll do everything because I've got these ambitions. I've got these goals. I've got everything, those good wishes for the team, you know, Mm. in my heart. Mm. And I know that when giving a job... I will, I will do everything in my power to make sure the, the to turn things around for the team.
0: Why the loyalty? Why the loyalty to this team when there are so many other teams, but your heart is firmly entrenched in Amazulu?
2: Yeah, look, I think it's, it's
1: it's what they did for me as a, as a player, you know. So I remember when I got to Amazulu, I was already 25, you know, it's, it's, it's not easy for a team to sign a striker that is already 25, you know. But they believed that I could do the job, and from there they took care of me, everything, you know, even in my personal life. They 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 were very very honest with me. They were very very loyal to me as a player, and they the chairman did everything for me, you know, a lot of things that I cannot mention. So, um, do you feel you
0: feel indebted? People. You feel indebted to this team?
1: Yes, exactly. And besides that, um, I also feel Amazon is a KZN team that I also grew up uh, loving, not supporting. Because you know, when you are a young boy, you support these big teams, but when it comes to KZN, KZN teams, you will say Amazon is my team. You know, mm. and this, uh, from a rural area that I come from, oh, everyone was talking about Amazulu because we believe that is our is our team, as a, as, a, as, a, as a province. You know, mm. Mm. so that's what made me to be happy to, to play for Massoulu and to stay at Mazulu for a long time because I could see that I'm well taken care of here and why must I leave for, 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 for other teams if I can stay here and play my, my, my best football here and retire if I have to retire at Massoulu. Unfortunately, I didn't retire at Massoulu. I went to Provence City for a year. Mm-hmm. But when I came back, um, you know, after uh, I retired from Celtic, the first thing they did, they said, Look, come back here, let's see what we can do for you
2: mm-hmm. and they
1: offered me they said go to to go to your coaching course go and coach in our development, just to empower yourself just to 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 do something you know in football because you mm-hmm. love football and they they gave me that big opportunity you know, so I always say i i i I'm honoured to be part of this uh, of this team.
0: That's yeah, a home away from home. Anele has been holding on the line, wanting to ask a question. He's out in Dundee. Anele, you're live on the air. Thanks for holding.
2: Good afternoon, Romy, Yay. and good afternoon to Coach Ayanda. Afternoon, Anele. Uh, how are you, Romy?
0: Always oh, good, thank you. Go ahead, Anele.
2: I'm good. Uh, coach Ayanda, uh, congratulations on being a interim coach of Amazon. And I think you came at the wrong time because you defeated my team when they gave you the job. <laughs> so it didn't fit well with me. But uh, uh, such things do happen, you know. You need to give compliment where it's Uh My question for you, coach, is uh, seeing that you've been with the MDC team for quite a while now and they've just given you an interim job uh, to coach the senior team, uh, which players are you looking to promote to the senior team that can assist you, you know? Uh, taking into account, uh, if you uh, maintain the, the the status of Amazon in the PSL, so which which players are you willing to work with in the senior team?
0: Thank you so much for your question, Anele. Uh, Coach, I'm going to let you answer that and also just let you know that time is against us as we're about to take a live briefing from the Minister of Basic Education. So, in closing, I think Anele's got a really great question. You have eyes on all the younger players and you know where the talent lies. So, who is it going to be?
1: Um, we already have Bayan uh who's been our top goal scorer in the MTC. Mm-hmm. Uh, is already in the, te- in the first team. So, we have... Uh, Tamsang we've got Sunday Sandel San- and of course Pamaganen uh that are with us with the first team and that we we are, are gonna be playing uh, using for, for the next few games to to complete. So we've already promoted uh, some of them. Even our keeper all the Teams in medicine, is there now mm-hmm. in the first team. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Coach in closing, what do you think needs to happen with the league? Do you think it's time we just take a look and say, hey, let bygones be bygones. COVID 19 is here. Or do you think we should fight to the bitter end to see out the remaining games?
1: Yeah, well, I think the best, the best thing to do now is to try to find a way to play the games, like all in, in all the other countries, Germany are doing. They try to find a solution to play games and finish the games. And I think that way is easier. For the league, in terms of all the other complaints that might arise if mm. we don't finish the league, you know, mm. all mm. the yeah, just to avoid all, the, all all that, we need to find a way to finish the game.
0: Yeah, coach, thank you, thank you very much uh, for accepting our invite and for spending some time with us here on Radio 2000. And you know what happens, right? When they drop that interim and you're signing on the dotted line for three, four, five years to come, you know who to call, right? <laughs> I know I <laughs> thank you very much. You're more thank than welcome. You. Thank you very much there, interim coach of Amazulu FC. It is Ayanda Dlamini, just sharing his story. And a big thank you to everybody who has reached out. I know that we've got more questions on our WhatsApp number as well.